Hey everybody, I'm Andrew, and I am happy to introduce you to our new podcast called Nerddom with Taylor and Andrew. And in this podcast, we are two nerds who are trying desperately to up our nerd cred by asking questions like, like you know, yeah, do you think do you think Luke and Leia ever talked about it afterwards once right. they realized they were related? So, uh, hey, you remember? You remember like a year ago? <laughs> uh, you know, like and like eventually, like one of them like leans in for like a you know like a sibling kiss and it's kind of like ah ah you know let's not do that ah, Come yeah. on, ah. <laughs> or like every now and then Leia will like lean in to make like she's gonna kiss Luke and she'll be like hey I got ya <laughs> yeah. oh uh, yeah I, I, uh, like oh yeah. you thought yeah. I didn't want that either did you I mean did, unless you wanna <laughs> did you wanna yeah did, I mean we do we wanna yeah and are we like, no right like, no no and bringing up important topics such as it, at least in the movies, Keeley's hot, right? Like that's the, yeah. That's, at least, thank God. Yeah, that, that Keeley saved those movies, and they do. And like, there is kind of a like his his story arc uh, also centers around him being hot. <laughs> so like, oh, does it really? Yeah, they introduce they introduce a character who doesn't exist in the books to fall in love with him because he's the, the attractive. He's so hot. He's the attractive dwarf. <laughs> yeah. So keep your ear holes and your podcasting apps open. Our first episode drops Monday, April twelfth. And be sure to keep up with all updates on our Instagram at NerdDumbPod. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Hey, everybody. You are in the classroom for Throwback to School Extra Credit. And I am uh, Test Proctor Andrew, and with me is... I don't know what a test proctor is. Somebody who administers the, the test, people? right? Sorry. Liza! I'm like the guy who administers oh, and oversees the test. Cool. Can I grade the test? I'm yeah. the Scantron machine. You're the Scantron machine. <laughs> I'll be the Scantron machine. <laughs> mm, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Liza, one of the things that we planned on doing today is you and I have both ranked mm-hmm. the Pixar movies from first to last. That's right. From our top favorite. Mm, mm-hmm. I uh, added myself a little exercise when I did my homework to try to name them by heart, and oh. I almost got all of them. And then I had to look it up, look up the rest. I so uh, when I first did extra this, extra points for me. I hey, I will, I will give you your flowers, Queen. Um, that is very good. I I tried to do the same. I think I missed three of them when I did it the first time. Same. Well. I didn't know. I forgot that Cars had three of them, oh. so I've missed the third one. <laughs> yeah. And I missed uh, Onward and The Good Dinosaur because I was thinking they were Disney movies. But when you look mm. up Pixar movies, they are listed there. So I hope we're on the same page. I also that. forgot Onward. I did remember The Good Dinosaur. But Onward okay. and Monsters University, I think, was the other one I forgot. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. So, anyways, Liza, have you seen all the Pixar movies? I have not. I have not seen Onward, and I have not seen Cars two and three. Okay, I have seen Onward. I have not seen Cars two and three. So, okay, I think we can so we're fairly, more or less on the same page. More or less on the same page. Yeah. Um. So, how do you want to do the list? Do you want to go from bottom to top, or do you want to go from top to bottom? Ooh. Um. I was thinking top to bottom, but I okay. like bottom to top too. Okay. 
Let's do bottom to top. Okay. So it'll be a surprise. Okay. Sort of. <laughs> so there's, let's see, there's how many? 23 movies? That's right. So should I start with number 23? Go ahead with number right. 23. Oh, and I took out the ones I haven't seen because I can't okay. really read them, right? Yeah. Um, And we have the same on our list that we yeah. haven't seen sort of, so it works out. Uh. My very bottom is surprise, surprise, cars. That's why I did not see. Same. It's, it's <laughs> two my and three. bottom. It's the bottom of the ones I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. I think it's probably, I part of it is, well, I don't know. I just didn't find it very clever. And it seemed more geared to, for little, little kids. And I, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't remember liking it that much. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How about you? So you have cars at the bottom. I also have cars at the bottom. I, okay. It's one of those movies. Like I don't, I haven't seen it in a very long time, but Mm -hmm. I didn't dislike it. It's just like, it's not a good Pixar movie. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's kind of flat. Like there's not a lot to it. I feel like it's pretty straightforward. I also, and like, I've also always assumed that the cars movies are like cash grabs for them, Mm -hmm. but they're not even like perfect toys. They're not even like the most, like, I mean, I guess, like, in terms of box office, they don't make the most mm. money of Pixar movies, but probably from, like, toy sales and stuff, you're probably right, they do. Yeah, I just feel like every, I don't know, a lot of kids I've watched loved it at yeah. the time. Of course, now there's, you know, new version or other movies that they're into, but for the time, I feel like it got, I mean, hence them making you a two and a three, Jesus. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. What's your number 22? Uh, So... Right above cars is, and I feel like we're going to start having wildly diverging lists from here yes. on out. Like, I feel like we just both like agreed on one. Or this is <laughs> this That's the great. only one. Yeah, this will be the only one. Yeah. <laughs> so next is Monsters University. Okay. Um, mm. Again, a movie that I like. It's just like, it's a low tier yeah. Pixar movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forgot to mention that there's a lot that's towards my bottom but that's sort of mixed in together because i've only seen them once and some sure. of them are a long time ago so i'm like i don't remember loving it when i came out and i'm just gonna go off of that but yeah. maybe if i saw it again i would think differently. that might be that I might be true know. of me too for some of these <laughs> so this is where it's gonna get really controversial because my number 22 is up what <laughs> <laughs> and I know a lot of people really like Up. And I know we're losing listeners by the second <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, am I sorry? Whatever. Those are my feelings. Um, I, would, I would like to say that you are the one who shipped out the stickers for, to people <laughs> who are listening to this. So uh, people know where you live and they're coming. They're burning they're them now. you now. <laughs> Ooh, I hear someone at my door now. <laughs> um, I love i think the first 20 minutes of the movie are lovely i it's mostly the ending i just really did not like the end and i think it ruined the entire do you mean by the ending because the ending is at asner showing up for the kids like ceremony which is a very touching moment do you mean like the flying contraption that set piece Yes. So I'm mostly the part that I remember not liking at all is that so they're in the world that they're or the country that they're in, I forget. And there's 
the talking dog and then they get closer to some kind of like dark space and they find the guy that started making the dogs talk like the scientist or whatever yeah (laughs) excuse me and honestly i don't quite remember the details i just remember being really like disappointed at the fact that it's highly predictable and it was very like like i feel like the story made it look like it was either gonna be a twist or that the reveal was a twist and it wasn't at all and Mm. i I don't know. I just felt really flat for me and I didn't get it. I was like, you took us through this whole adventure, mystery, very emotional thing. It sort of fell really flat and I, and I'm stubborn enough that I just like, therefore hated the movie. Mm -hmm. It's extreme and I know, but yeah, that's why it's there. Maybe I should see it again. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you may... It's it's funny because like I don't think the movie is based on the house that's in Ballard that's now surrounded by um that oh, like those giant buildings. Yeah. But <clears throat> and the the actually now that I think about it, that house is gone. There was there used to be a house that was there by itself and they started to build up like that Trader Joe's and now there's like a PCC down there and there used to be like a bunch of like concrete structures around this house and that people refer to it as the up house but um i don't think that had anything to do with the movie but they did i also think they the design of the house in the movie is very popular up here those craftsman type houses with the 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 stairs at the front that's just very popular in seattle so it was bound to happen yeah and also we have Seattle has gone through huge changes in terms of construction. Yeah. So it's just like kind of out like that. Yeah. Um, what's next on your list? Okay. Uh, next on my list is The Good Dinosaur. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to be the one who's most upset by your list. <laughs> and I knew it. As I made the list, I was like, Andrew's not going to like this whatsoever. Um, I, same, I think similar to Up, well, similar to Cars, maybe. I just, I don't remember loving, I don't know. I just thought, like, I just feel like they've they've made better storytelling and clever twists and more interesting characters in other movies. That's yeah. why it's at the bottom. Okay. that's. I think that's fair. <laughs> we'll talk about they've, it when we get to on my list. Yeah. Also, like, I grew up with pixar like it it was earlier in my life so i feel like the bar is really high now for me because i grew up being mind blown by their storytelling abilities Mm -hmm. and so i'm probably more critical than i need to be for that reason (laughs) i don't think that's i don't think that's unfair uh i i feel that way about the next movie i put a bug's life as for that reason, I just think that they're better at storytelling now than they were when they started. I just like, and I haven't seen the movie in, in a little while. So that might be one of those things that I just need to rewatch. But it's for that, for the reason that I just feel like they're better at making movies now. Mm-hmm. I put it mm-hmm. low. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't dislike it. It's just, it's just not one so of my So Andrew's top. address is. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> All of a sudden, like a bunch of like insects are like wandering <laughs> into the house. Yeah, and then a bunch of like gonna... freaky bug chasers are knocking at my door. <laughs> Ugh, sick. 
Well, watch out. One of them is voiced by Kevin Spacey. So, <laughs> yeah, that was that's the <laughs> reason why I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, right. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> okay, interesting. My feelings are definitely not hurt. Um, <laughs> number four from the bottom for me is Incredibles two. Mm-hmm. I I really like the first one. You're gonna know that soon. Um, and this, I just don't think the second one was that good. I don't. It was like, I don't, have you seen it? Yeah, you've seen it, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like maybe they wrote it right after the first one, and then they didn't make it, and then they decided to make it ten years later, and it just sort of sat on the shelf, and it, and. And it just fell very flat. And like, what? Like, I I feel that exact same way about it. Like, mm -hmm. it just was, I wanted, if they're going to be like 10 years apart, tell them as 10 years apart stories instead of like, (laughs) and then six months later. Yeah. Yeah. I just, especially because I don't feel like Incredibles is like their most popular one. Like, so it's like with, they did that with Toy Story, right? Like Toy Story, they were able to have them when well, there's more of them. So they're not as far apart, but they could yeah. sort of move on closer in the story well, year Andy, to year or something like that. Andy but they aged. Do, and like, you know, yeah. like toys, the difference between Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3, he's like, uh, you know, like a 10 year old boy to like going to college. So like yeah. there was a growth in there versus like Incredibles just like, hey, here's that family you knew 10 years ago. Like right. <laughs> here they are again. Yeah, it yeah exactly. It was just it didn't make sense for them to do that. Yeah, either like be self aware and just go super dramatic, and like ten years later, what could have happened? Yeah. And so part of me is like, did you just write that ten years ago? Didn't get weren't didn't pull the trigger, and then realize like, oh, we need a movie and we need to like cash in some like toy money or yeah. something like that. I don't know. It just felt a little forced. Yeah. How about you? What's your bottom fourth? Uh, so I'll go two in a row because uh, this the f- next one is Finding Dory, which was, again, like, mm-hmm. fine, but it just kind of felt like an unnecessary sequel. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I liked parts of it. It just wasn't, didn't really ring as much as, like, Finding Nemo did for me. Yeah, for sure. And then the next one on my list is The Incredibles 2. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. so we have them. My next one was going to be Finding Dory. So oh, we just... kind of have them in, around the same area. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, you're right. It was like unnecessary uh, sequels that nobody asked for. Yeah. Um, what about, what's your next one after Finding Dory? Toy Story 4. Oh. Um, Why is still friends? <laughs> want to know did you, are mm-hmm. we still recording <laughs> um yeah i um it was all right it was it was just i don't know i don't oh i think honestly that one made me realize how much a whiner woody is yeah <laughs> And I don't know if he's like that. I don't remember if he's like that in the other movies. But for some reason in this one, I was like, oh, my God. he That's all he does. The entire movie is just like, poor me. Wah, wah, wah. Because he's like, he's still like hanging on to this nostalgia of being with Andy. And mm-hmm. it's just not going to happen anymore. And it is sad. But at the same time, it's just like, move on, man. <laughs> You're getting desperate, Woody. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I did have like one of the biggest laugh out louds in the theater and I'm known to do that, but it, in a long time mm-hmm. at the very, I think it's at the very end or like a post credit scene or something like that. I don't know. I remember it being at the very end. There's like a whole, well, in the middle of the movie, there's uh, one of the new characters introduced in this one is uh, the two carnival plush animals oh, uh, that are voiced Keen by Peel. Keen Peel. Yeah. Which, of course, are amazing because Kim Peel are gray and funny. Um, and then part of their bit is that they sort of imagine hurting this grandma yeah. or like something. It's, I mean, it sounds terrible, but it's funny within the movie because it's all like, it's very dramatic and over the top. And so you're like, what? They're like murderous, plushy animals. And then, and so that made us laugh a lot. Yeah. And then there's one at the very end. And I forget if it's like within the movie or in a, like a post credit scene or something where they go beyond that and they like go super over the top and have, I forget if it's key or peel, but they, or which character it is, but like in there, like a chicken and a bunny or whatever. Yeah. And the one of them ends up being this like in their imagination, this like, Godzilla size mm-hmm. bunny or something with like laser eyes and like like yeah everyone's gonna kill everybody pew, pew, pew. I don't know that made us laugh so much in the theater and that's all I remember from the movie is Woody being a whiny whiny little bee and then Key and Peel yeah. that's it so to me that means it was not that great of a story if it's that's all I remember sure sure how about you <clears throat> what's the next one uh, I put onward next just because like mm. So it was, it's weird because like, this was the first, I want to say it's like the first like pandemic released streaming, like major movie. Like, I feel like this was the first Mm -hmm. thing that like Disney plus was like, Hey, you know, hang in there. You know, like this probably came out in like April or something (laughs) of like last year. So they're like, Hey, just hang in here for a little while longer and we'll help you by putting out this Pixar movie. And then, you know, a year later we're still in fucking lockdown, but, um, it just right. it it was I liked it. It just was kind of cheesy. I don't know. Like I, there are parts of it I liked, and and certainly laughed out loud at some parts. But it just like there's a real strong and uh, as we go up my list, you'll start to notice a pattern. But like mm-hmm. for me, like Pixar movies really strike an emotional chord, and this one just didn't do it. Yeah, for me, that's um, interesting. So I, yeah, I, I, that's what I got from the tr- the trailers. So I guess yeah. I'm not it, surprised in a way, but I haven't seen it. But yeah. I, it's the only the I, only thing that would like keep it from being like a Disney movie is that th- there's no singing in it. Ah, uh, is that the main difference? I don't know. Like, but I feel like it itself would be like a decent Disney movie or like a really good Disney movie. Mm. But because it's Pixar, you kind of have these like higher standards for it. Right. So I'd be interested. Bigger expectations. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear what you think about it when you do see it. Okay. Yeah. So making this list made me realize that there's a lot I haven't seen in a long time. So we might actually watch them in the order that I like. Oh, wow. <laughs> or something. Or like yeah. follow the list or the the other way around. I don't know. I'm Now I'm curious to rewatch all of them. Yeah. So we might actually you know, marathon it yeah. this upcoming yeah, right. year or whatever. Uh, what's your next movie? My next movie is Monsters U, Monsters mm-hmm. University. I did see that in theaters and I 
love the first one and you're gonna also know that soon um and I don't remember shit from the movie which typically means I didn't mark me much uh-huh. uh I've never sought out to watch it again which is also something to tell me that yeah it, it wasn't great um also this one doesn't have boo and I think the great appeal of the first one is boo so if you don't have that you're kind of shit out of luck there yeah um yeah pretty much it how about you what's your next one okay Eliza are you ready to get mad at me <clears throat> always always <laughs> uh next movie on my list is the Incredibles okay okay <laughs> so that didn't that didn't even make your like halfway point no dude. i don't i don't i've just never been that into the incredibles movies i don't know why and like there but are you like you like marvel stuff yeah because they're like i don't I, I i and i don't know what it is about like and i don't dislike the incredibles <laughs> i don't dislike it it's just like these are i have a high standard for pixar movies yeah. It just again, it doesn't hit an emotional chord with me. There yeah. are really funny jokes in The Incredibles, like truly the funniest. Like Frozone is a really funny name. Syndrome mm-hmm. is a really funny name, and then the funniest name of them all is Bomb Voyage, which is like an extremely <laughs> funny name. <laughs> but it just it just doesn't it doesn't hit doesn't have the, it doesn't hit the same chords. So interesting. I mean, I see it. It's definitely not. They're like tearjerker mm. emotional to your core childhood like how they know how to do yeah um for sure i i think parts of what i like about that movie is um it mapped it like mixes both superhero and like x-men type because they you know they're like born with abilities which i sure. i really like x-men and so and i think i like the idea of like what it would look like like it's more seeing almost more like um superman where you see you know half of the story is really like how they live their life as normal people and sure. trying to hide their identity as opposed to like marvel where they're just like themselves and i'm iron man and i don't give yeah. a shit and there's no repercussion <laughs> kind of thing uh, or how i see it and um so i think as a kid i was just like because that came out when I was pretty young still. So sure. I was very like into it. Yeah. What's your next one? Uh, I'm going to say the next two. Okay. Because they're within the same series. Uh, the next one is Toy Story 2 and then Toy Story 1. Liza, I'm, these are my next two as well. No way! But in, in opposite order, it's Toy Story and then Toy Story 2. So you like Toy Story 2 better yeah, than the one, than the I first do. one? Interesting. So I don't think that's a popular uh, feeling. I, I don't feel think like it most is people either. don't like the second one. I, I, It's the same thing I said with like A Bug's Life. I just feel like they told, they're a little better at storytelling and the animation, like this is such a, you know, like it's maybe a silly reason to like it better. The animation is better in the second one too. Mm-hmm. I and mean, also- yeah, Toy Story 1 is old. Yes, now. yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I just, yeah. I I'm think- surprised. I thought you really, for some reason, I had in my mind that they were going to be in your top five. Toy Story 1 and 2? Yeah, or at least one. Interesting. No, 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 no. no, See, no, learn- no, no. learning something every day? Yeah. Or every podcast? Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I, 
Toy Story was always like a fun one to watch, but I it was never something I was obsessed with, like some other ones that they've made. Um, and it's pretty clever and funny, but I think like honestly, like part of it, I think I just I didn't grow up with a lot of toys. That sounds really like pathetic. I did. I I was just oh, really obsessed no, with Barbie. Are you okay? <laughs> Oh, they didn't give you... I did. I had, like, shit ton of Barbies, but I didn't have, like, a huge variety of toys. It was just very, like, all about Barbies and making apartments for Barbies, their independent lives. And um, and so I think there's part of it, I, like, I don't really relate to, like, having all these toys in your room all the time so you just is did that dumb no like no that, that let's move that on makes sense i think so you didn't like toy story didn't speak to you until toy story 3 when they introduced Barbie. <laughs> well that's why toy story 3 is higher on my list than yeah. any other yeah, ones because yeah, well. i i really liked the <laughs> we'll get to it we'll get uh, to it. the bad bear i thought he was kind of fun yeah yeah um, anyway what's your what's next next on your list after oh, those two toy stories the good dinosaur is okay the next one. yeah right interesting right in the middle it's um it hits a chord with me like i i recognize it's not one of their best movies um but it i don't know like when i was i was talking to a friend because i had also sent out this list to a friend a couple weeks ago and i was talking about the movie and for some reason like i see our dog in arlo the dinosaur in it like our dog scotty so interesting i don't know why but like the idea of arlo getting lost i just saw our dog in it and it made me very emotional so watching the movie i got very emotional and ended up getting very invested in it so Mm. that makes sense yeah how about yeah, you? What's your... I don't remember much of the movie. Yeah. Um, What's your next The next one? one on my list is Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Maybe it's okay. <laughs> uh, it's all right. Yeah. I mostly, um, I have like a really good memory of watching it, but not for the movie itself. Uh, it When it came out, so the, when I first saw it, honestly, I had a big pet peeve with the fact that they hired american actors to do fake bad french accents and like that's it's it's partly offensive and partly like i'm like how hard would it be for a big, like it's not like they hired really famous actors so like yeah why did why couldn't they just french hire you that speak english really well like what's the difference yeah why no why not just hire you and your family to do it then <laughs> you know what i mean like give you guys a break um so i think part of me had a little bit of stick up up my ass when I watched it in theaters about that and mm. but also I saw it with my sister and for us they get released in most of them get released in the summer so we saw it in the U.S. and maybe I've told this story before so I apologize but the theater was packed of course mm. and it was packed with mostly children it was probably a, a midday viewing or something on a Saturday or something like that and so it's mostly children with some adults well, each child had an adult, but, you know, not groups of adults together. Uh-huh. And my sister and I went to see it. And honestly, most 
most of the movie we didn't understand what they were saying because we were like still I don't know it's that part of like learning a language where if someone like you know we're used to like American English spoken by like Chandler (laughs) and if anybody speaks English with any other vernacular or accent we're fucking lost like we're just like anybody with like we were not used to hearing well maybe British but like if anybody had like a Scottish or Irish or New Zealander accent would be lost mm-hmm. uh, anybody that's like immigrant to the US yeah. and is speaking English with an accent we'd be lost so that's on us that's a that's not on the movie we were just like not understanding what the fuck was going on in the movie like we were understanding because it's an animated Pixar movie and it's pretty straightforward but we didn't understand the words that they were saying so we didn't understand the jokes and all we could see is these kids just burst out laughing randomly throughout the story and that made us laugh uh-huh. but not the actual movie <laughs> would you would it have been more approachable for you if it had been like linguini could there be more rats in this kitchen <laughs> Yes, it would have been more language accessible mm. for us. I'm sorry that they didn't think about you in that way. I, you know, that's my life. Nobody yeah. thinks about me and yeah. my poor little I'm so sorry. skills. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so I have like very fond, weird memories of watching that movie in theaters, but, um, and it's a cute movie. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it, really. I just, there's, they've just made better things, I yeah. think. Okay, That's I agree with that. Yeah. What's your next one? Brave is my next <gasps> one. Oh my god. Oh my it's god. Oh so low. It's this is like in the upper like we're in the upper half now. Yeah, I guess. I I I like it. We just rewatched it a couple like a week ago and I mm-hmm. liked it again watching it. I think the songs in Brave are really underrated for Disney songs. Mm. Um Touch the Sky I think is like a great like truly like a really good disney song mm-hmm. and i haven't seen it in a while into so the I open air is another great song i i like i liked it i really enjoyed it i thought it was like i was there was parts i was laughing and parts that i was really touched by i like it a lot i just think like there's there's really good pixar movies so it's it's in the upper half for me i uh, i, I no, like you're it, right but... i mean honestly like making this list is hard yeah. because they have a lot of really good stuff right so... it's there's not like a bunch of bad Pixar movies that you can just mm-hmm. be like, eh, you know, like most of these are junk. Like they make good movies. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's hard. Like I like Brave yeah. a lot, but it's, yeah, it's a middle, upper middle for me. What's your That's next? Uh, the next one for me is Toy Story 3. Go. Ratatouille. Go. I think that's, that's my favorite Toy Story. I, I think it's fun. And, um, the stakes in the movie are much more relatable to me and uh i remember it being quite emotional there's that whole part where they almost like burn in the inferno was very scary it's, and i watched this as an adult but i was like this is horrifying i feel very emotional right i feel now. like it's the first time that disney introduced like existential like that these characters are like what, what like do we all die together like is that the choice yeah. that we're all gonna make here it was like the first time that disney was like or pixar was like hey kids don't forget life is not infinite right yeah no you're right it's like characters like you know things die or thing you know that's i feel like that's their first 
it was like the tip of the iceberg of like, oh, you think we can go dark? Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> Let me serve you some inside out. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting that your next one is Toy Story 3 because my next one is Toy Story 4. Okay. Yeah. You like that one a lot. I do. better. Yeah. More. I mm-hmm. I would. I should probably rewatch it just because the last time I saw it was when I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I love the Toy Story movies. I think like for me, because when I saw Toy Story 1, I was roughly the age of Andy. So like I've sort of grown in that progression. But, um, ooh, Liza just walked out. She's really mad at me. Um, so I think that, um, you're back. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah, I grew up in the same way that Andy did. So in the, in that progression, I just have liked the Toy Story movies. And I think like having a Toy Story movie that's sort of about letting go mm. was an interesting way to go. I, the Forky character is annoying. I did not like Forky. Yeah, but I did like the the Key and Peele editions, and I don't know. I'll always like toy. You know, like I like the Toy Story shorts that have come out over the years. So mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I like. I'm just I'm always gonna like that that universe. Mm. What's but, What's next for you? Uh, the next one for me is Coco. Whoa! Uh, so now, <laughs> now we've entered. Let's see, three, six. We've entered top ten, right? So this is my number nine. I think from that's the top. Right. Um. Yeah, Coco is very, well, honestly, okay, so between Coco and then my next one, I could probably swap them. It's hard for me to, like, really tell which one I like better. Uh-huh. I think Coco has phenomenal music. Um, there's at least one part that, like, will probably make me cry every fucking time I see it. Um, the thing with, the, the whole thing with the grandma yeah. is just so, like, ugh, like, it's heartbreaking rough. It's and rough. yeah it's very rough um i think there's it's not it's not funny like there's not i can't think of it a lot of like and it doesn't have to be hilarious all the time but i feel like my way of really liking a pixar movie is that it has like the perfect balance between okay. a really good joke or a few of them and then also really like heartwarming or heart-wrenching really like relatable moments and i think coco is missing it's very like it's v- visually beautiful there's no doubt about that it has mm-hmm. really good music and it takes you into this like cultural world that maybe a lot of us didn't grow up with so you're just learning a whole bunch of stuff and so that's really fun and um, nice. The part with the grandma is great, but th- there's just not that many jokes that land well. Sure. And I think that's the part that I think just makes it a little less high on my okay. list. How about you? What's your next one? Ratatouille is next. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a it, it it's in that sort of same vein where I I don't think it's necessarily all that funny but like it's mm-hmm. i think it's like a gorgeous fun mm-hmm. romp but mm-hmm. um and you know it's just it's one of those pixar movies that because it takes place in such a unique locale to pixar mm-hmm. movies it's just kind of a fun thing to be able to go through that setting right um but yeah i don't know i i like it a lot but it's it's you know in the lower part of my bottom 10 for a reason but yeah ratatouille yeah What's next That's for fair. you? Soul. 
Okay. So, and I I need to rewatch Soul because I reasons I need to rewatch it for reasons um, for sure to like fully I just like watching things more than once that's it like yeah. really that's um to get like a really good set idea on it um but that's between Soul and Coco they're probably gonna flip flop around the same area for me for the top 10 um it was beautiful the music was great and it it did take us through this interesting like deep um conversation you know mm-hmm. conversation as in like just taking people through yeah interesting ideas let's say that yeah how about you monsters inc is next for me mm, interesting for a long time this was my favorite pixar movie and i love it like we just recently mm-hmm. rewatched it again another thing we rewatched um i think it's so fun you know the the voice acting's great. the The places that they go is really good. The door chasing, like this, the part where all the doors are flying around, it's so cool looking. And like, and for me, like it doesn't it doesn't really strike a great emotional chord until the very end of the movie when like, you know, uh, Mike puts together the door for him, mm-hmm. and then he opens the door again. He like walks through, and then it's that moment of like Boo seeing him. And saying yeah. kitty, and then like his face just like lighting up, oh, perfect. But like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just again they've they've gotten a little better at telling stories. It's you know the animation's still really good, but it's a little clunky. Yeah, but I really so like when I say that it's like number eight on my list, and I really love it. Like that should tell you how much I how f- I feel about the like remaining movies in the list. Yeah. I love Monsters, Inc., but it's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's just a little lower in my top 10 mm-hmm. than other That's ones. That's fair. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. But what, what's uh, next for you? I love it. My next one. So that's my number seven yeah. is Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet again, there's nothing wrong with Finding Nemo. It's very clever. I think if... If we, if I had made this list ten years ago, Finding Nemo would be in top three. I just think like since then, yeah, they've made other things that I've liked more mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, I like the casting was so smart. Like I cannot picture anybody else than Ellen DeGeneres in in that role. Like I think same thing. Like they took us through this whole world that is like very clever, very creative. It's beautiful. Um, it has a lot of different characters in it. The whole like dentist shit is iconic and will forever be in the minds of people. So they've made like, of course, a grandiose movie. It's just with time, I don't need to revisit it as often as others. And then how about you? Finding Nemo is the next on my list too. Really? Number seven. Also, yeah. We have a lot in common. Yeah. Well, God, we should be friends. We have a lot in common. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel the same way. It's like it, you know. I there are really touching parts of the movie. Um, yeah, you said it all. So, mm-hmm. Finding Nemo was my next one. My one after that is Up. Oh wow, that's your number number six. six. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Oof. Oof. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I I think like for so long. Pixar was ha- like, you know, just told stories about non, like they told non-human stories. Like it was always mm-hmm. like the toys are alive or these are monsters. And 
Up was like the first human story that like resonated with me. And, you know, like that obviously the first 20 minutes are so heartbreaking and just like some of the saddest (laughs) minutes in movies. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, like I really love the adventure part of it. I love the like that mysterious island that they end up on and Kevin, that like weird bird creature. I don't know. just like I it's a really fun movie. I like is it Russell, the name of the kid? Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. like a cute, precocious, like fun kid, you know, like kid character. So I don't know. Like I and obviously, you know, like I said, the first 20 minutes are very emotional. The end of the movie, I think, is really touching and emotional, too. So um, I don't know. I think it's a I. Yeah, I like it. I, I love it. I love it a lot. So, yeah, no, that's I think I'm very minority in the feelings I had about up I think a lot of people really like it and that's fair yeah I do I do think the combo of an old grumpy man and a really silly cute kid Uh like stuck together kind of way is such a good idea for a story yeah and we've seen it since then like Hunt, Hunt for the Wilder People by Taika Waititi is like that Mm. and it's just and I'm sure other movies do the same but sure that's always like a fun duo because they both end up learning from one another yeah. and that's a good that's just a great like storytelling yeah. what's your next movie my next one is wally mm-hmm. so that's my number six uh i don't know we've covered wally for an actual yes. episode yeah. so do we need to talk about this more probably, probably not, not. it's lovely yeah wally's my number five so okay yeah um, yeah, I think we both have talked. Yeah, we talked about it on our main episode. We both love it. Yeah, it's a gorgeous movie. So um, you can hear our extended thoughts on our Wally episode. But that's right. What's your What's your number five? My number five is, is Brave. Okay. Um, I when they started having the teasers and the trailers for that movie, I was losing my mind. Mm-hmm. I was so fucking excited. She looks amazing. Her hair, like just the art that they, like the type of animation they did just with her hair. Mm -hmm. I'm like mind blown. It's gorgeous. It's the hair I've always wanted. Um, (laughs) I, I will say this is, this is maybe a weird comment to make. I love that it's unapologetically Scottish. Yes. Like exactly. It's very like mm -hmm. their accents are so like, it's not like, I mean, I'm sure there are people with like much deeper Scottish accents in existence, but like the fact that Meredith Merida's like her accent is like, I would imagine a lot of people find it hard to listen to, like, or just hard to like know what she's saying because yeah. it's like, Oh, a, I need subtitles when I first saw it yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. It, no, no, no. It's, it's, I'm so glad you said that. It is that, uh, it's, it's Pixar doing a, princess story but sort of like trying to be there's they're trying to be like we're distancing ourselves from you know our sugar daddy disney (laughs) like we're like we're making a princess story but also we're gonna be you know we want to like i don't know be different or whatever yeah Um, I, i also feel like it's it's one of the first disney related uh movies where the princess doesn't have a prince to save her like she's yeah exactly she's the one who's like doing the action all the men are just other than the king the men are just like idiots idiots in the movie. buffoons yeah and little or little kids her yeah. brothers 
Um, I just the the stuff with the bears is funny. The the witch is is cool. Um, she she's very like teenage angsty, which yeah. I don't know. I think probably it's one of those like take it or leave it. It can be quite ill knowing. I feel mm-hmm. like so. I want to watch it again recent like now because I'm like mm, I want I haven't seen it in a while. So yeah. maybe that would be the part that I'd be like, okay, well this is a bit extra, but um yeah. I just love her. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Uh, how about you? What's your... Wait, no, your number five... Was Wally. Was Wally. Yeah. So now we're on number four. Number four is Toy Story 3. Mm, okay. So that's your f- most favorite Toy Story. It's my most favorite Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I Me mean, too. Yeah, I think for a lot of people, this is the best Toy Story movie. And yeah, I, I don't think that's a uh, controversial position to take. <laughs> I think it is the best Pixar or not the best Pixar, the best Toy Story movie by far. It, I do think it's it's a movie that balances joke and seriousness in a really good way. The you know, like we talked about, the ending is like really heavy. It's a punch in the gut. For a kid's movie, it's really heavy and it was a movie I knew I was gonna cry in. I don't know like what about the trailer made me feel that way, but this came out in twenty ten when uh my wife was doing an internship in mexico mm-hmm. and so i was seeing a lot of movies just by myself and mm-hmm. i waited to see toy story 3 because i was like okay i cannot be an adult man alone <laughs> in a theater full of children with their parents crying by myself to this movie it just <laughs> i just can't do it so i waited for her to come back before i saw the movie and of course i cried in the theater but at least you were there with your woman. But at least it was, yeah, at least my, <laughs> my, my woman, you know. <laughs> hey, baby, hand me a, hand me a handkerchief. <laughs> now. Those are not tears. That's Coca-Cola. That's right. I'm just, I'm just sweating because, uh, <laughs> you know, this movie is, uh, it, you know, there's too many, too many people in this theater and it's making me nervous. <laughs> um, This is also the Toy Story where Andy, like, bequeaths the toys to, to yeah. the little girl right yeah yeah i rem- remember really liking that i i don't know why i remember thinking like oh that's such a good thing to show on tv like yeah him being him being like it's just i feel like you don't get to know andy very well that mm-hmm. much like you get to know him through woody's love for him but you don't really know what the heck is andy right. about that much and and so I feel like that one, I remember thinking like, oh, that's such a good way. Like if they're not going to have Andy in the movies anymore, yeah. like that's a, such a good way to say goodbye to him and for him like being a generous soul. Yeah. Showing him being kind because like when he's giving away the toys and then he figures out that Woody and Buzz, who he was like intending on keeping, mm-hmm. were in there and he was like, I can't take these away from this kid. This kid. And then like yeah. they show that moment of like, you know, I'll play, you know, I'll, I'll like my goodbye to these toys and like I'll show you how fun these toys are is like sitting and playing with her. Mm-hmm. I think mean, this is such a great scene. Just a very yeah. good movie. It was very cute. Yeah. What, what is um, your number four? Okay. My number four is Incredibles. Okay. No surprise there for being okay. about well, that I mean, already. Bottom half movie for me, but uh you know whatever. <laughs> um I I think there's also a wittiness about that movie between the parents. I really like, I love the mom. Uh, and 
and the i don't know the kids the, the bad guy is great and there's i don't know there's a lot ozone it's fun that's right my it's me. number it's, three it's me holly hunter and i'm uh doing the voice for mrs incredible is that is this the kind of thing you like Elijah? Pretty good Holly Hunter. I Thank know, you. I didn't know one could have a Holly Hunter impression. Thank you. That's pretty good. <laughs> no problem, sweetie. I just, okay. Uh... My, my number three. Okay. This is like top three. It's a big deal. This is the big deal. Number three is going to be Inside Out. Ooh. It's lovely. I've actually, I didn't like it that much when i first saw it and then i watched it like two times after that and the more i watch it the more i like it which uh-huh. is rare with movies i don't know why i think it just hits differently every time and yeah yeah it's just i really like what they did with this movie mm-hmm. how about you what's your number three inside out ah oh twinsies twinsies oh my gosh <laughs> Liza, what do you think about hosting a podcast together um <laughs> Yeah, I I think it's a it's like I it's in a in a time like we are in a time where like people I think are being a little more open with their emotions and and like being like sort of checked in with themselves and having a movie that's made for children about checking in with their emotions and like knowing, you know, like when this movie came out, I heard a story about a, a set of parents who like when their kids were were feeling a certain way, they'd ask like who's in control right now and sort of referencing which which emotion was at the controls in the movie and so like i one i think it's a beautiful like the 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 way they represent sort of like your emotions and your mindscape and the the marbles representing your memories mm-hmm. was such a like cool and beautiful idea so creative it's so and like it just everything looks good the voice cast is good you know it's mm-hmm. amy poehler mindy kaling bill yeah, hater you, you know can- just classic so many great voices and like having the human outside also like sort of showing this sort of like you know the the angstiness of like Mm -hmm. being angry being in control and it's just yeah it's a gorgeous movie like obviously i'm gonna be a sucker for any movie that kind of like touches with emotions and Mm -hmm. yeah so that's yeah it's a strong number three for me liza what's your number two my number two is Bugs Life. Wow, you must have been pissed. <laughs> I grew up loving Bugs Life. Mm-hmm. I find it clever. Um, it's just, it's so cute. I should rewatch and it. I should rewatch it. I, I don't think it's most people's favorite, honestly. I feel like I've heard, I've heard from some folks that it's uh, very close to an old uh either chinese or japanese tale like story tell or or mm-hmm. like a fairy fairy tale or some sort yeah i don't quite remember i've been told that so I, this is why it's very vague in my mind and so i think a lot of folks that knew that story before felt like it was a little bit of a ripoff um so there's that out there um that's not how i feel because i don't know that story and i didn't know that story when i saw the movie so it was just i feel like bug's life is like a kid the I don't know I imagine it being like the kids version of people watching Seinfeld for the first time or something where it's just like so like funny clever oh you like... actually you're thinking of a B, of B movie the one with Seinfeld 
Uh, yeah, no, a di- I don't yeah, think a different people bug. like that one. That's much. a different bug's life. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe there's a bit extra of a comparison. I just feel like as a kid, I just thought it was the funniest, most cleverest, like comedy. Sure anybody could ever make like of course it's a very dramatic kid like that but um there's like the 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 idea of like taking our human world and like transposing every parts of it into the world of the bugs and like transposing what you can in it Mm -hmm. is so funny to me yeah um and having all these things like they change your like visual perspective. So you're like, as a person, a human in this world that we live in, in reality, you know, you see a drop of water and it seems like such a tiny little insignificant thing. But then in that world, it's like fucking flood, like crazy. And then they use the drop of water for like, everything. I don't know. It's just like something about the design of it all is so clever and cute. I love it. I watched it recently again and I was still like in awe. Yeah. I'll watch it again. I should rewatch it again. It's been a long time. It's good. Uh, how about you? What's your number two? Coco is number two for me. Whoa. Um, I visually, I think it's, it is so stunning. It's such a visually gorgeous movie. When they go to like the after that, the, like the afterlife mm-hmm. part of the movie, it's, it's a, it's incredible. Like it's, bre- it's truly like, I like it took my breath away when we saw it in theaters, just this huge, gorgeous panoramic scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I get what you said earlier about like, there not being a lot of jokes and mm-hmm. you know, like I, I guess that didn't bother me yeah, that much. Like it, it didn't, I was never like not entertained by it. Like I think that the, the story in itself is fun and the adventure that they go on is fun. And so like, I wasn't like, okay. like, you know, where's the jokes come on you know like i was always enjoying myself watching the movie mm-hmm. the songs are gorgeous and i think like again sort of in the way that like inside out kind of introduced children to like checking in with your emotions i think a movie like coco which is probably going to be like a lot of white kids first introduction to another culture yeah. <laughs> is yeah. like you know i'm, I'm always going to be and to do it in a sensitive way. Like it wasn't like, uh, you know, it wasn't like a Mike Myers movie introducing you to a different culture where it's like this ham fisted, like, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like a very, like, I don't know, like maybe somebody who, who grew up in, in Mexico or, you know, like would disagree. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think like for a children's movie, especially it kind of tells that story in a good way and introduces you to that culture Mm -hmm. in a, in a, in a, sensitive and sort of real not realistic because you're not you know whatever the day of the dead thing is <clears throat> is sort of a, a a myth but um or not a, i'm sorry if i'm I being believe. insensitive but um no, sorry. uh but it's just you know it's like introducing a new culture to children even at like a young age i think is a very admirable thing and it's just such a gorgeous movie and as you touched on earlier the scenes with the grandma are just mm-hmm. tearjerkers <laughs> it's just yeah devastating I, I do think that it it's my understanding that it brought so much representation that Pixar hadn't had for, yeah. for Mexican community and uh, the Dear of the Dead is a huge thing um, in that culture. And and honestly, like it was the best way to talk about death for a movie that's theoretically geared towards children, yeah. like, which is kind of the beauty of that belief, right? It's mm. like 
it's not a you know there's few cultures out there that have like a sort of good way to explain and talk about death yeah um that is not in a you know filled with like remorse or sadness or whatever so yeah no i i yep i do not disagree with you and what is your liza what's your number one movie number one number one movie. movie is monsters inc yeah it was my favorite for the longest time and i just don't think i can move it away from that number one although i haven't seen it in a while but like you describing it earlier because you rewatched it recently makes me want to watch it and i like just thinking about that movie makes me so happy and i it it, um i just another version of bugs i think i probably grew up watching bugs life and monsters Inc. around the same time and i just always found bob the funniest or mike sorry yeah i think he was named bob in the french version and so i always get tricked it's um, it's that's so funny because like one of i think one of my favorite lines from boo is just her saying mike wazowski it's so yeah funny like it's so like that we so we watched it with a group of friends over text like we're all kind of mm-hmm. texting each other reactions and the first time she says mike wazowski i was just like that is so fucking cute she's so yeah. cute saying that <laughs> Yeah, and she, so for her to be like Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why. Like, it's not like Bob is that popular of a name in France, right. but I think Mike is definitely not in sure. the French. You know, we have Michaels, but we and we don't say it like that. But we don't have Mikes, and yeah. so uh, anyway, Boo is a great character, although she doesn't talk very much. Just the the representation of what a little kid sounds like is yeah. so good, and. When she's like sort of garbling at, um, <laughs> at Sully, just yeah, my God. like when she's like, she's just like, yeah. she's not saying words. She just sort no. of like the, 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 like she's yeah. just rolling through sounds is very yeah. cute. Um, and the, the way she like plays with herself and she's like, da, 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 like yeah. she does little voices and stuff. I'm like, you can't write that movie and not be around and not have been around children. Yeah. Like it's so accurate. It's so cute. And but uh, Mike is such a funny. Of course, it's Bill Crystal, right? Yeah. So it's it's very clever and witty and quick and like very snap uh, comments and things like that. Yeah. Sarcastic. Um, solely, I just as a kid, I was like, it was like when I, you know, I was obsessed with Aladdin and I really wanted Raja as a pet. Mm-hmm. Solely was like the next step up. It was like I want a giant blue fuzzy monster to yeah. come out of my closet so I can hug it. Like fuck it. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, loved, loved, loved that movie. Yeah. How about you? What's your? I think I can tell from what we're missing from your list. No, 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 number us. one, 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 one. Number one is Soul, the most recent nice. Pixar movie. Whoa. Um, I think it's gorgeous. I think it's their masterpiece. I think it's like it's, you know, again, like I don't think there's a ton of jokes that land in it. But mm-hmm. um, in the way that you're right, Coco sort of introduces a way for children to think about death. Mm-hmm. I think Soul sort of re like what a stupid thing to say. It sort of rebrands how people think about life too. Uh-huh. And the whole like finding your purpose and then finding out that you don't need a purpose. Like you don't mm-hmm. need like your job isn't what defines you. And that's sort of his journey throughout the movie mm-hmm. is like it really resonated with me really in a big emotional way. Mm -hmm. I think the movie is also gorgeous. Like it's also, again, like introducing, like (laughs) 
in the way that I found La La Land to be sort of patronizing about jazz, like to have a movie <laughs> that like is presenting jazz as this like beautiful, like, and I'm not even that big of a fan of jazz to be yeah. frank, but to like present it in this like really beautiful artistic way mm-hmm. and to have these characters that are like sharing their passions and like everybody has this thing that they really want it to be their thing and then the realization that he has when it's like, oh shit, like that doesn't fucking matter. Like, yeah, of course mm-hmm. it's what I'm passionate about, but that's not what makes me a person. Mm-hmm. And like him scolding her about like, you, you know, you only like this thing because I like it. And, you know, like it just, I think it struck the right tones. It's, it's such a beautiful story that they told. And again, to sort of make, like have that real, that sort of reexamination of like, what you do doesn't define you mm-hmm. was such a great story to tell. And, you know, the voice cast, Jamie Foxx is really good in it. Tina Fey is really good mm-hmm. in it. Um, and the music is, you know, again, the music is great in it. I just, yeah. I think it's like one of those really rare, like, I don't know. Like I think when you like, when I think about, it's weird because it came out so late in 2020 that I'm not sure I count it as a 2020 movie, but right. it'll be one of those things that like, it's going to be in my top 10 of either 2020 or 2021, whichever year I decide to keep it in. But <laughs> it's just such a beautiful movie. Yeah. So that's yeah, fair. that's our list. We went long on this. <laughs> I didn't that's re- true. But I, you know, deep feelings, yeah. deep thoughts. Um. So <laughs> This is double the normal amount of a Patreon episode we usually do, but hey, you get what you pay for, everybody, and this is only content. for you. <laughs> this is quality, quality content. Um, <laughs> all right, everybody, thank you for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, babies. Bye bye.